Hello and welcome to this new episode of the All New 52 Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Schrimmer, and with me as always is my cape-wearing, tights-flying buddy, Caleb Bunn. You're, well, they're not tights here. They're, they're, uh, they're knee-highs, but uh, you could have gone... No, your... she can... no, 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 no. I'm talking about the, the, oh. the, the outer-roo boxers. I wasn't implying she had them. Like Superman wears them on the outside sometimes. Yeah, I don't think of those as tights though. Let's have a. That's why I said outer ruse. Listen, this is going to be a costume heavy uh, podcast, so just we're getting in early. Um. Anyway, howdy. <laughs> we talk about comics on this podcast, from the new to the old to. I was about to say our favorite era. I'm not. I, I more meant it ironically when I say this: the new fifty two, the mid twenty tens. Or the 2010s. Yeah. 2010s. I mean, I think I think you like it more than me. I'm pretty ambivalent. I think I just it. have read a lot of it. And I also have read a lot of it. Okay. It's just... Well, That's the majority of what I have read. The thing is, it was super helpful when we were... Like, at that age, we yes. were the perfect age for the New 52. It's just since then, I've gotten into other comics, and I've my tastes have evolved. <laughs> That's why I said I don't mean it sincerely. I mean it ironically. Yeah. yeah. One we have a lot of experience with. Yes. Uh, This is episode 92 of the podcast, and we are talking about Supergirl Volume 1, The Last Daughter of Krypton, written by Michael Green and Mike Johnson, with art by Mahmoud Asrar, uh, inks by Dan Green and Bill Reinhold. I'm betting it's not the Dan Green that I immediately think of (laughs) when I think of that name. Uh, colors by Dave McCaig and Paul Mounts, and letters by Rob Lee and John J. Hill. Supergirl. Probably know about her. You probably recognize her. You probably have seen some version of her in something, and the many, 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 many interpretations of that character and retcons and everything about her. What is her personality, Caleb? <laughs> I'm not talking about in this comic, but just in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's flexible. It's mutable. <laughs> I, I think the point is, is that like the, the main draw to her character is not her personality. It is her situation, which is that she was older than Superman. And now she is younger than Superman. Mm-hmm. And that's weird. And then like, you, it can, is. <laughs> you can play out. She can be like an angsty teen, like in the animated stuff. She can be like young and naive, like in, um, the injustice game, uh, or, you know, she can just be her own thing. Like I, I think, uh, the show, it wasn't CW originally. It was was CBS and it went to CW after the first season. Yeah. I feel like that she's more of like a, her own autonomous person. She's kind of just female Superman in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like Superman's there, but the relationship is as key. Yeah. It's definitely not. So, um, so, uh, yeah, uh, uh, a character. Malleable. Yeah, a malleable character, which can be both good and bad. Yes. You know, she can be angry or she can be nice or maybe both. You know, like most. Porque no los dos. Like most people, <laughs> she's capable of expressing. No, static, static. <laughs> um, do you have really any experience with Supergirl? Um, not really that much in comics. It's It's mainly. Uh, it's mainly the adaptational stuff mm-hmm. um, and always a character who I'm like ah it's cool that they put her in this and that's kind of usually the extent because it's a lot of 
a lot of that adaptational stuff is redoing the origin in a thousand different variations. I'm like, can we, can we move on maybe just, just a little bit? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like you said, I've had a lot of ad adaptational stuff. I don't think I've ever read like anything of her, but when I was a young boy going to six flags over Georgia and, uh, in the line of the Superman ride, they have a bunch of, they're not cardboard, but they're essentially cardboard cutouts of, bunch of his foes and then yeah. at the very end it gets to his friends and you can tell this uh was made in like 96 or what it's pulling from is like 96 because little steel's there superboy with the the circle glasses is there yeah. then it gets to and it has blurbs for everybody and then it gets to supergirl and it's the uh version in which she's like an alien phoenix or something like that and i was like i thought she was kryptonian <laughs> And she's possessing a body of someone. That was that was my introduction to her lore, and I'm like, what? That's not even to throw in Power Girl in here. And I, I know I, I don't know how to explain Power Girl. I'm not smart enough for that. That was my introduction to Supergirl. But then ever since, yeah, a bunch of different stuff. Probably a lot of the same stuff you did. Yeah, yeah. But New Fifty Two, much like with a lot of stuff, some stuff was the same. A lot of it was different. The uh, super family, pretty different from what I hear. So yeah. super, super girl, super girl, a lot of a lot of the same, but a little different. She, like like you said, there's the origin story. Yeah, but I think they uh, they quickly get past the uh, boring parts that we uh, see in everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's very quick. She lands on Earth. And she doesn't know what's going on. No one speaks Kryptonian. There are these weird dudes in mech suits trying to fight her. And then someone pops up who does speak Kryptonian and is wearing her family symbol and is claiming to be her infant cousin. Yes. Right. And like, so there's, there is this fun, like she drops in to earth and you're kind of more in her perspective, even though you clearly know what's going on. Um, but yeah, eventually she kind of learns more that it's, ah, Krypton's destroyed. My cousin is an adult man. Um, and she gets Hero in, of the earth. She gets in some scuffs with a uh Elon Musk type billionaire. Space billionaire, yeah. And then after defeating him, goes to find Krypton and gets into some uh, some scuffs with a, a Kryptonian genetic experiment that now wants to have answers and conquer everything. So, yep. And over that course, she decides, it's like, ah, maybe I'll be good like that guy who claims he's my cousin. Still don't believe him. <laughs> or so he says. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very much an origin story, kind of or the origin, not the origin of Cars or L, but the origin of Supergirl. Yeah. Like the yeah. hero, not the character. And so, while, while it is doing the, all right, we're figuring stuff out that the, you know, the reader knows where this is going, but we're going to tell this story our own way. They're getting past all the, yeah, she was stuck in the Phantom Zone. Whatever. We don't care. We don't care. Y'all know that. Let's do our own kind of thing with her. Yeah. Possible negative there, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, but the art. Um, okay. So Mahmoud Esrar, uh, I will give him this. Uh, I like he, he's kind of, he's just doing a house style i like it genuinely more than uh other things i think 
where the art kind of fails for me is in the colors where it's kind of, it's just kind of bland. It doesn't really have its own identity, but um, I think the art's pretty good overall. Yeah. I, the, there's a big difference between the first couple issues and the rest of the book. Um, I like the rest of the book, the first couple issues uh, the, you're right. The colors are the big kind of offender here. Mm-hmm. So many, how many different variations of beige and yellow can you fit into so one much panel? yellow? It's like, <laughs> well, it's because the backgrounds are all yellow. When you have a Caucasian blonde as your lead, maybe don't make the, a beige background, your background color, especially when she's in Siberia, just make it blue. Like it just doesn't make sense. Eventually the art kind of pans out a little bit better. Uh, I think the lines get a little bit less thick, which helps. Overall, there's not really anything here to write home about. There are some good layouts occasionally. There are some good page reveals. Um, but I mean, th- this is kind of a thing of, you know, you, you you sing praises for art you like and you talk mad crap about art you don't like. So it's nothing to sing home about, but I think, it you know, being I, passable is not like a bad thing. I think those first two issues are actually are like actively bad. Um, eh, I mean, some, it's enough of a difference where I thought a different artist took over. Yes. And it wasn't that. <laughs> well, I think uh, there is an additional artist here, right? A, nope. An additional penciler? Nope. Wow. That's uh, because the lines change drastically. That's like the colors make sense that they're changing. So, yeah, it really is that first colorist is really the. Oh, wait, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is- issue three is a different artist. My okay. Bad. And issue three, I think, works fairly well. Um, we get some Krypton flashback stuff yeah. there. Overall, yeah, it fits in with what DC was doing at the New 52 <laughs> at the time. And for a lot, points. a lot of people, that could mean that the art looks generic. However, as we've established, we've both read a lot of New 52 stuff. So to me, it just looks bad. Because I've read a lot of the house style done better. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking in of- those first two issues. Okay. I'm because th- I'm thinking of a bunch of the new fifty two books I read. You know, Batman's got really good art, but it's not exactly doing a house style. No, in Batman, I mean Batman is the outlier in the new fifty two. Yes. Um, I we can talk about Green Arrow. That was months into the run. Yeah, where it, was, it was a new run at that point. So distinctly. Uh, but like if you compare this to some of the Green Lantern stuff, some of the Aquaman stuff, I, mean, I think this is better than the Suicide Squad art. Yeah, that was. Um, which I also I would say it's on par with those first two issues. I okay. really I don't call that art bad either, but I think this is just better or more to my liking, you know. Yeah, I'm also. It's been months since I've looked at that new uh, the Suicide Squad art. Yeah, but I, I mean we can we can compare and contrast all day, but I think ultimately it comes down to it, the art sure got better for me. Yeah, um, but there's another sticking point <laughs> to this art, um, which. You know, she's not immune from this in really any other capacity. Uh, this costume has some choices. I don't think all of it is bad. Yeah, this, I, I was going to save this for negatives, but we can jump into no, it's it It's in the art section. Yeah. Who designed these boots? Uh, oh, I can tell you because the design pages are in the back. That, well, that's what I'm, I'm going with that, too. I was going to jump into that because I'm like, this is pretty bad design. And, and then I, when I got to the characters, in this back, I was like, wow, none of them are good. Hmm. But you get to see the main artist's designs. That's not the design they went for. Uh, some of those are good. Some of those are whatever. Some of those are bad. 
This was designed by Jim Lee. Was it? Or these other costume designs that he did? Those are the concepts he did, but all of those elements are the ones that carry over. That's true. Like oh, yeah, you, the boots are there. <laughs> the boots are there. The like weird cape thing. This is a bad costume. This is this is awful. <laughs> okay. And then I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, I think just about everything about it is fine, except I think the weird cape is the cape collar. Not about that. It makes her neck look really long. Um, and boots are just silly. The boots are, uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, the boots are knee-high boots, but the boots have, or the, knees, have knees. <laughs> the knees have cutouts. It's yeah, like, they're, they're really like, they're fairly normal, except why are the knees there? You heard of boob windows? This is knee, knee windows. Window. <laughs> I also really don't like the cut of the bottom. It goes way too high up on her hips. I'm... See, that's something I can even like change from like page to page or just a different artist drawing the costume. That one doesn't, I don't, I don't like it. I, I, I prefer the, like the skirt or something like that. I think that's just better overall. Listen, if it is just like the basic, like underwear style, like the one piece style, that's fine. There's a lot of superheroes who have that, but like, this is, this is creeping into like just weirdly like pervy, like how high up on her cheeks it goes and stuff like that. That that's just something like like in everything like yeah and it's a problem like I I guess I shouldn't have said it's awful because it is recognizably Supergirl yeah which I guess is like the number one bar you have to pass <laughs> but like you know it, it's it's not uniquely bad but it is bad I wouldn't go that far like it's not ranking in my top Supergirl costume that I like but it's sure not in, on like the big list of offenders. I mean, that it's just a middle of the road. I'm like, yeah, this one's kind of just doing a thing and I don't like what it's doing. Yeah, no, this was, this was, I, I had such a negative reaction to this costume that I was going to save it for negative. So like, really? Yeah, I really it's hate this costume. It's just a nothing thing for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe it's also just because like, I hate a lot of modern superhero costumes where it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they lose a lot of, like fun and flair and stuff and they're replaced either with like just kind of boring designs or perviness and I think this does both at least like the pervy designs of the 80s were fun like okay (laughs) weird hill to like (laughs) build your bridge to but I'm just saying there are two there are two bad things you can make a costume and they made it both instead of just making it one okay I don't know you look at all the other designs that were come that that got thought up for this run, and I'm like, okay, I'll I, take this. Okay, listen, if you want me to get into my problems with the new Fifty Two overall, the costumes definitely are on there. Yeah, and like the ultimate pro- thing should have been Jim Lee, who like I like Jim Lee. I oh, think, great artist. Yeah, he shouldn't have been designing the Supergirl costume yeah. for this book. Like that, that's the big problem with the new Fifty Two. It's just like what was the direction like are you trusting these artists that actually come up with stuff Aimless. or it's in, like the new 52 truly insane <laughs> i think my only problem with this costume is that it or not not my only problem i've said the things i don't like about it my biggest problem with that is that it's hard to tell uh it's hard to tell her age due to how she's how it is and how she's drawn mm, or whatever yeah. there's a lot of different supergirl costumes or like i don't know a skirt can imply like more youthfulness and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that, that's my main thing. She kind of, they, they, you know, they call her a girl, which 
I mean, like they call her like this girl's chasing us or whatever, or is beating all her men. It's like, okay, she could be, that could imply 16 to like 25 for me. And those are very different yeah, ranges just, of ages. And also she has been represented at all those ages at different points. Yeah, no. And you do have a good point where it's like, not only were there bad costumes around this time period on the, in this line, but it's like, Supergirl's really had some bad costumes. So like, I, okay, hot take. I don't like her costume that she's in for a majority of the Justice League show. Oh, it's the it white sucks. t-shirt. It's yeah, like, it's awful. She she is not a stranger to bad costumes. Yeah, no. Like, just like she's not a stranger to bad origins. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think the common theme here will be Supergirl. Good character potential. Man, has she been screwed over by a lot of... Yeah, I'm always excited to see her yeah. in things. Um, man. Wow, we have. We I haven't t- even talked about I, the book. I told you the costume was gonna was gonna be a thing here. So. Okay, positives. Yeah. Uh, so, despite what I have said so far, I did enjoy this quite. a I bit. I did too. <laughs> I think that this is a pretty good start to a character. I really uh, number one really like how it just drops you straight into it. That's a great I, art aside. That's a great first issue. I love skipping. We we get it. <laughs> like I I guarantee you know, and it's it's not skipping crucial information either. It tells you just enough. She doesn't know what's going on. That is all we need. Yeah, you don't need to get into Phantom Zone stuff immediately. I don't even think they even mentioned it across any of the seven issues in this trade. No, I. She just it shows her on Krypton, and then it shows her landing on Earth. Yeah, and she doesn't know. You can either either if you know because you know her origin or you don't. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. because like if you know, you'll fill in the gaps. If you don't, you're on the journey with her. Yeah. What's important is that it sets up how she reacts to things. So you get a really good idea of like who she is. And then it also just throws you into some fun action right away. Yeah. Um, and I like uh, I also like her relationship with Superman in this. Like I like that she just is <laughs> does like, not trust him. Yeah. I do not trust you. I do not have time to figure this out either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I rather Rather like isn't the right word. Like you said, I'm pretty positive on this book overall. Um, I think it's it was a great thing that they kept the uh, that first arc. It, it's really three separate arcs because it's like the beginning, space, and then the world killers or whatever they're called. Yeah, two I, two sets of villains. Yeah, but kind of set into three chapters. Yeah, I really like the third chapter of just like the Kryptonian <laughs> mutants where it's like, wait, I agree with them, but I don't. <laughs> they are they are sympathetic in yeah, their goals. It's, I don't know. I just thought it was a fun uh, story to throw her into after one that was kind of action heavy, but I wasn't so much on board with. And then it's like, okay, this is kind of a, like a more standard story yeah that i'm enjoying i do like this is this is a sci-fi book and it's not going super heavy on the sci-fi but you do get some cool ideas here with like the world world enders which i think depending on how they developed could go 50 50 but overall like it's a suitable sci-fi story Mm -hmm. for what they're going with um and then also the idea of like the consequences of like privatizing things like uh space exploration and stuff like that with the elon musk type bad guy um that's those are all good like small sci-fi prompts that are just present and they help kind of give an identity to the book but our focus is still on 
getting to know Supergirl. Yeah. Um, this is a positive and a negative. I like that she is. She doesn't know English this entire time. Yeah. She, she, every everything she's doing when she's talking or when she's thinking, it's all in a parenthesis so that like to just establish she's thinking or talking in Kryptonian. And I like that. Like it's I, I think it's something they need to remedy sooner than later. But um, I'm glad it doesn't go away immediately. It's there's not like a weird on a month time jump and she knows English all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Or like some device where it's yeah. like, oh, here's a universal translator. Because it, it kind of enacts the, it keeps in line with, she still doesn't know what's going on. And it's like, I don't know. You walk into a room of just anyone speaking, like a bunch of people speaking a different language. And all of a sudden you're the outsider. It kind of puts you, it puts you in a box almost yeah. where you're like, you're kind of, I don't know, scared isn't the right word, but she's scared of this situation because she just has no idea what's going on at any point. Yeah, but she's never paralyzed by that. Like she's put in some rough situations mm-hmm. here, um, but she's always active. She's always moving. She's always adapting. Um, and there are parts where like slowly over the course of the story, she gets better, or I guess the first half of that story because the second half, the mutates speak Kryptonian so mm-hmm. she, she can communicate with them. But like she gets better at reading people, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, it's like, okay, she is learning. She might not be learning the language, but she's still learning about people. Yeah. I mean, she has a moment with the, uh, the space billionaire where she acts like she did something. He reacts a certain way. And then she's like, oh, okay. I know I did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, okay, I don't need to know your language to know, uh, <laughs> you don't like what I just did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like how this is paced. I like how it's laid out. I like how information is presented. Um, and I think I, I also like where this ends. This is a person. I, I think it not only like everything we've talked about sets up Kara as a really fun character to follow, but just the ending point of it, it's like she has decided that despite her lack of knowledge, despite her lack of communication, she is going to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. And I think that gets to kind of the core of what the super family should be about. It's a really good ending point for the trade, too. Yeah, just like you have this whole thing of it's not I don't know the weird second issue of the next trade or something like that they have they made whoever was in charge of collecting this one was like yes this is a good tag to end the entire thing on to get people interested in the second one yeah speaking of tags at the end of a story I like I don't know there's something always horrifying to me of whenever someone has been mutated against their will or something when the space billionaire wakes up and he's like been grafted onto the brain, I'm like, oh, that's terrifying, but I like it. I like it as someone to come back. He se- he doesn't seem too upset about it. So I, when he wakes up, there's fear immediately. And then yeah, he's like, yeah. wait, this works. He's a, that he's, stuff sticks with me way more than it usually does the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not familiar with that villain. I don't know if he's, I have no idea if he's original or if he's a Supergirl villain or whatever, but. I'm glad that they didn't throw him in. It's like, and now she's going to fight, I don't know, like Parasite or someone, like a minor Superman yeah. villain. That does it for me for positives. Yeah, that's about for me. It's um, it's seven issues, which is more than a normal size doesn't trade. Feel like it, it doesn't though. feel like it, though. So it kind of breezes by, you know, good and bad that comes with that. But I, yeah, it was a fun read. Mm-hmm. Kind of surprising one, too, because I don't know. I'll do, the, I'll do my Googling and I'm like, eh, people say this the best this is the best thing for a character the best isn't always good (laughs) yeah yeah and like there's what's best like it's so subjective yeah yeah. because it's like 
well, when were you born? Like, what did you grow up reading? Um, All that stuff. Like, I think both of us would be like some of the best Batman stories came around this time. But it's like, if you grew up like 10 years before or 10 years after, you probably disagree with that Mm. statement. So. My first negative is uh, the the whole mystery box building around her. It's like, oh, she could be the fourth Kryptonian world ender and stuff. It's like, that's... Yeah. You got past so much of the origin stuff without bogging it down. Don't save the bog for later, right? Let's just... <laughs> Different let's just, bog. <laughs> let's just move the bog entirely. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, it's a... Okay, it's an eye roll, but yeah. it's not a... It's not a really for me. It's more just a, okay, why are we doing this? Well, it's a potential problem, right? Yeah, because we don't, because we don't know if it's like something that's immediately dropped or not. Yeah. Um, as much as I like the tag of space billionaire, I really hate him. <laughs> I don't know. He's just annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can vibe with him. He gives off. He feels more like a Marvel character than a DC character. Yeah. Um, you know, he feels like, Yellow jacket from Ant Man One. <laughs> so I was thinking he feels like uh, Henry Gyrick from uh, from the X Men, but yeah, no, I you he definitely kind of is painted with some broad strokes. Yeah, which you know I'm not. I I worked for me, but I get why it might not work. Yeah, I, and I think it's also that next to the world enders or whatever. I'm like, okay, they're not even like amazing or anything, but it's like they're just so, they're so much better to me in terms of yes, this makes more sense. Yeah, that's actually uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the rest of the world enders. The main one that's is fine. Fine. Uh, yeah, that's appropriate. The main one's the one that gets to talk and gets yeah. development and makes sense. The other ones, I, I'm not crazy about any of their designs. Like, you know, it's, it's like Wolfman. They're sexer, fairly generic. Sexer, sexy lizard lady. It's it's nice to have variety with them, but I think that they could have had more differentiation. Even their powers don't make a ton of sense, like how they're using them. Um, I just don't think that ensemble is balanced very well. Yeah, I think it's also like... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they're not done. Like, it's they're very clearly like, they're going to potentially come back at some point they're set up to come back so i'm like okay more time for development good because they 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 do need it well and i could even see them being like tentative allies at certain points i mean they kind of want that with kara because they're both looking like they have shared goals but also you know they're like genetically designed to conquer yeah my biggest negative and i touched on it before where it's a positive and negative where since kara is so in her own head I'm just like, I still don't really know you that well. Like as much as you, as much as someone talks about themselves or like thinks about how they are, it's also, it's equally important as how they uh, act and react to everything around them. And she can't exactly react in, I don't know, just developmental ways really of like growth as a character where it's like, I can get a read on who she is. Kind of. But it's like this could be completely different once she's like, I don't know, can just understand everybody else. Interesting. Like it's fine, but it's also just like, eh, I kind of wish I had more of a grasp on you after seven issues. Yeah. But and I really yeah, I really wonder how when she can communicate how that changes. Cause she's like it's like she clearly does not have a set personality that she's gonna like go into at some point. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I feel like I have a better sense of who she is based off of her uh, her actions than necessarily her interactions. Yeah. But um, she definitely isn't a full character yet. I need some interactions to get me, and I don't love the interactions we had. Yeah, well, I mean, she can either interact in a flashback with Superman, who she doesn't trust, yes. or with the world enders. Yeah. Also, lame name, world enders. Like, yeah. Could do, maybe do a little bit better. It's whatever. But, unless you got any more. No, that's, that's basically Pretty good it. book. Yeah. Surprising. Uh, really good start. Really well paced. And uh, I'd be interested in... Like, it's a book that I feel like could just be like a very good first arc and not mm. continue farther. But I'd be curious to see if that is the case. I'm probably going to go and read more of it on my own where I'm like, yeah, they got me. I'm, I'm down for a good Supergirl book. I can be like, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's one I like. And you can enjoy it for however long it runs till rebirth. This is probably one of the... Uh... <laughs> Those original 52 that uh, didn't make it all the didn't way. Didn't make it. <laughs> well, as there a, were many of those. That is the thing. Is this a positive or a negative for you with a character when you know that not only their book's going to end soon, but like the whole continuity is going to end soon? Uh, continuity, I'm not huge on ending. I like gaps between runs if it means it's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to have bad, bad stories in between. Yeah. It's a different creative team coming on and injecting new life. We, it doesn't have to be like arbitrarily continued. Silk, I get five issues every year of varying levels of mediocrity, but there's not a lot of bad stuff that's just going to get the book canceled and not come back longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ready to see what I got for see. you? Okay. Uh, that's a okay it's a it's a thingy it's a trade in a single issue. hellions okay wow we we got back to that fast and ten of swords <laughs> part six um okay that's the hellion oh wait issue. hellions number five <laughs> yes okay x-men <laughs> they didn't do this this is what's annoying is this the trade we're reading ends with the hellfire gala issue they didn't feel the need to separate that out and put in the hellfire gala trade <laughs> but they did for x of swords I don't know. It's kind of annoying. Oh man, there's nothing more. Uh, part six of twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's important. The, the other annoying thing about this is like that sets up stuff that will be in volume three, which is why I'm having you read it because yeah. But like, is is this your <laughs> is this your ultimate Spider-Man that you're <laughs> pushing me down the road of? Yeah, but it ends at volume three. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, I hope I, I'll, give it get, another, I'll give it another chance. Yeah. I hope we didn't get back to it too quickly. So, well, thankfully, I remember everything. Um, I just re- also remember not liking anything. Okay. That's interesting because I re listened to the episode and you weren't super negative on it. I, okay. Not liking's uh, giving it a strong emotion yeah. I attached to. I didn't care for it. Well, this is interesting. Um, because I, I obviously don't want to bring back things that you dislike, which is why I don't bring no, no, back no, no. But, many but, things. I, but I remember conversation to be had. You know, it, yeah, that was that was an arc. It wasn't like I don't think I would like any of this. I can 
and this the is, concept works. Yeah, and this is separate arcs. If I There's, if I remember correctly, my main problem with it with it was it was heavily based in continuity that I did not know. Yeah. Um, and this one, I, I think you'll. There's one character that you won't know about, but like, I think you can get his vibe pretty easily. But yeah, this is what's well, going to be interesting with this. You won't enjoy the X, the Ten of Swords issue. I'm sorry about that, but it's like we kind of have to read That's it. That's fine. Um, but then it's like three separate stories, so it'll be interesting. Wow, that's it. a lot, and that's a lot in time to trade. It's like a two-parter, three-parter than the Hellfire Gala. Okay, so cool. Is that Wells? He returneth. Yeah, and hopefully this goes well enough that he'll return one more time. Hello. I don't know why I said hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. After the break. That reminded me of the, the Skyrim Joe Biden thing. Hello. <laughs> Someone's approaching. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, uh, you can give us a good old five-star rating on the podcast platform of your choice. The one that you're currently listening to it on, in fact, it gets us up in the charts and gets more people to join on the comic book fun. If you have any more in-depth thoughts, you can email us at allnew52podcast at gmail.com with those, and we will be back next week with Hellions. See you then. Slash Ten of Swords. Part 6 of 22. <laughs> I like Ten of Swords. It, sound, it made it sound like I dislike it, but like, I just don't like the idea of you having to jump into the middle of it. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. <laughs>